Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers, and today we're reviewing Meet the Robinsons. Yeah, it's it's been a little bit since my last review. I've just been having problems with getting plays and things loading, and it's just been really weird, so I was, I was trying to get some answers on it, and I really can't seem to get one, so I'm just like, fuck it, and it seems as though, like, it won't load like almost half of my audience's plays, and it's really fucking annoying. I don't know why it is. It just seems to be only isolating loading plays from certain apps that I'm on and just not adding audience members from other apps. So I don't know what's going on with that, but uh, I appreciate those that have been tuning in and playing and playing episodes. And even if it doesn't count, I still appreciate your listens. Even if you haven't, even if it doesn't show it, I appreciate you either way. Um, so yeah. Also, I just started a YouTube channel, Dr. Crackers Movie Reviews. I'll be on there. I haven't posted anything yet. Uh, the channel is up. I got a link to the, obviously the podcast, things like that. Um, I will be doing long, uh, more essay typed, uh, videos and things like that. I won't be doing specifically reviews. The reviews will stay to this podcast, but like, I'll talk about like, you know, film score and things like that. Animation, you know, opinions. I mean, this is also opinions, but different kind of opinions. Not so like, you know, and this, this, and that's why I feel this way about this movie. More of like, how, how music can affect a film, things like that. That's what I'm more interested in, in terms of what will be on YouTube. I will still be posting reviews, and I'll try and do both as much as I can. But I just want to let you know, so if you wanted to subscribe, that's where you can go. Just go to Dr. Quacker's Movie Reviews. It should be up on there. Hopefully, it'll let you uh, let you subscribe. I don't know. I don't know if it'll let you subscribe. I haven't posted a video, so just figured I'll let you know it's on there. And uh, once I have a first video posted, I'll put it up so everyone can see it on wherever you're following me on so yeah anyway let's get into the review one of disney's most unique movies a lot of disney movies follow a rather similar formula like the disney princess movies i have watched pretty much every disney animated movie at least once there aren't a whole lot of science fiction disney movies the first ones that come to mind are treasure planet and atlantis the lost empire i don't think this movie is an underrated classic like those two movies but it is a fun adventure it's a time travel adventure movie uh, now, I don't think anyone will ever beat Back to the Future, but it's still fun. I think part of my problem with time travel movies is because I prefer the time travel idea used more in like Dragon Ball Z or Avengers Endgame because it makes more sense and it is more scientific if we were to ever have time travel. It would be more along those lines than the ones presented in movies like this. Um, I've been working on the science. It's a real pain in the ass. Hopefully one day I'll be able to do it. And essentially I'll just jump to different multiverses. That sounds a whole lot cooler. <laughs> um, I know that isn't super important, but it's a plot that's been done a lot, which is why I think it affects me more than it used to when I was a kid, or at least even when I was a teenager at that. The animation is just okay. I do think it's one of the movies that has aged the worst from the studio. It was one of the first movies that they started to use computer animation. So that's probably why it's still a little rough. It's just, it's just a little rough. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the music is also all right. It's nothing really to write home about. I think the best music in the movie is the scenes with the singing frogs. That's pretty much it. Everything else is mostly you know 2000s poppy music the same thing with the soundtrack it's not my favorite music it's just eh. and that's i feel the same way for most movies that do this i don't know what was going on during the 2000s they just had the most basic bitch fucking songs in their soundtrack it happened a lot and i do think this one's a little bit guilty of that as well 
Uh, I do like how this movie focuses on a character who, ha- who has to learn to deal with constant failure and learning to continue even with your failures. It's a nice message for a kid's movie. I remember liking this movie a lot when I saw it in theaters when I was a duckling. The story isn't hard to understand. I mean, the movie constantly tells the theme of the movie. The saying of the Robinsons, keep moving forward, being constantly said in the movie. Being overall a family of science, being the biggest influence on the society of the future. Essentially, it's like you never know what your potential could be. And if you hold on to all your failures, you'll never reach that possible you if you let yourself fall back. And that's essentially what the villain is of this movie. Um, And yeah, I mean, I do really like the other. I really like the characters in this movie. They're just fucking weird and wacky. And I like weird and wacky science fiction. And there is mowing outside my house. So hopefully it doesn't pick up too much. But Jesus, Um, I really like them. I really like the the cousin that's like a, a space superhero that's just delivers pizza and he's voiced by Adam West. How can you fucking not enjoy that? I like how there's an octopus butler that opens the door. I liked that. I like the two weird brothers that sit in like plants and try to battle each other. Or who will ring whose doorbell when people approach the house? I thought that was funny. I, I yeah, and I like the frogs because who doesn't who doesn't like weird fucking you know wacky. advanced animals like myself so (laughs) however my favorite part of this movie is the villain the bowler hat guy i don't think the evil hat part was that interesting i will say the movie does take a dark turn when she temporarily changes the future in her image i did think the idea of her character being a rogue ui that turned into an ai and is trying to enslave humanity for their betterment was kind of cool i don't mind that it's just eh I've seen it a lot. I prefer the Terminator. So I was like, okay, Uh, that part, the part that makes this movie though, is her partner in crime, which you find out later is the future version of the main character's old roommate from the orphanage because he kept him up all night by doing his experiments and Goob fell asleep while playing the game, a baseball game and missed the game winning catch. This leads him down a path of self pity and hatred, but he's such a goofy villain that it makes it really hard not to like the character and makes his scenes my favorite parts of the movie. It's a good balance from the co- the cold-hearted machine that is working alongside him. He's just a fucking goob. It is what it is. And I do kind of like the happy ending he ends up getting by the end of the movie. It's just neat. I like it. And, uh, yeah. It's just more fun that way. I, I like him. He's just... He's a goofy character. And he's just... He kind of reminds me of Dick Dastardly from Wacky Racers. So, I think that's why I like him so much. But, yeah. It's just good. However, there is one joke in this movie that for some reason caught me so off guard that I laughed very, very loud audibly. It was the Tom Selleck joke. There's a scene in this movie where the main character is taken to the future, right? The Robinsons, the, the, there's, the son of that family takes him and says he's got to fix this invention to fix the future and help with this time machine and blah, 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 blah. When he takes him there, they're talking, he's explaining to him the family members and when he's like, wait a minute, what does your dad look like? I don't know who your dad is. And then he's like, what does he look like? And then he just goes, Tom Selleck. So when they go through all the lists, you see a picture of Tom Selleck. And I don't know why, just having them randomly reference Tom Selleck fucking killed me. I don't know why, but I laughed pretty hard. I even paused the movie. It's just caught me so off guard. So yeah, that was a really good joke. I don't know why. <laughs> that was so funny to me, but it was. Overall, I give this movie a 6 out of 10. 
I think it's a slightly above average movie. I think what brings it down is rather poor animation, it's average music, and a plot that has been done a lot. What brings it up, though, just slightly above average for me is I like the characters. They're weird and wacky. I like the voice acting. I like the message in the movie. It's really cute. You know, keep moving forward. And I like being, I like how there's a scene when he moves on from his past and it's no longer going to hold him back anymore because he's an orphan. And he, part of the reason why he wanted to look to the past is to find his mother that left him at the orphanage. And he realizes that I don't need to do that. I can keep moving forward. I don't need to constantly look back. And that's what made me really like that part. And, uh, yeah. Also, I like the bowler hat guy. He, his, his scenes are the fucking best. Mm-hmm. And the Tom Selleck joke. So it's a 6 out of 10. Well, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I have reviewed a bunch of other movies, TV shows, and anime. So if you check that out, it's highly appreciated. Uh, the reviews for The Flash... Demon Slayer Season 3 and the new Spider-Man movie will be out soon. I've just been watching all of that shit, trying to catch up. So that will be out soon, I promise. So, might be a little bit late, but I'm going to talk about it nonetheless. I talk about movies that came out in 2007. So, yeah. Well, thank you, and I hope you have a fantastic day, my friend. <laughs>